The Outlet. The talk of Queenstown. Welcome to The Outlet. I'm your host, Brent Harbour. Symphony in the Snow is at Coronet Peak on Saturday, August 19th. Now, Symphony reimagines club classics and more with music like this. And Ryan Ewans is the orchestra director for Symphony and has put together 80-plus orchestral arrangements. We chat about the beginnings of Symphony and the process of putting this incredible show together. G'day, Ryan. Welcome to The Outlet. Thanks for having me. Can you please give me a bit of your background and some of the types of projects you've worked on? And when did this love of creating music start? Yeah, well, I, from a young age, like many of us, started learning an instrument and absolutely loved it, but I... I did realise getting towards the end of my you know, school years that performing perhaps wasn't my natural calling and this kind of writing music and kind of everything involved with that was sort of much more intriguing. So yes, I, I went to uni and you study composition, but you know, there's, there's so many kind of outlets for, for writing music. And so, you know, that's where I sort of was intrigued by these different areas. And then, and then yeah, just going, going forward from there, you're always looking for opportunities and this is one of those that came along. How did you become involved in Symphony and what were those early discussions like when formulating the idea? Yeah, so four of us met about a year before the first show. There was the two founders and they had seen um, the Ibiza Proms in, in London, which is an incredible show. And I thought, you know, we could do something similar to that, like a, you know, a Kiwi version and, you know, do it a little bit differently. And yeah, it was just this wonderful idea and they approached uh, a conductor who, of course, is very vital. And then they approached me who, you know, would be writing all the arrangements and kind of bringing it together. So, yeah, a year before the first show, we, we met in a cafe and we talked about this crazy idea. And, and then a year later, they, the first show, show sold out, you know, pretty much instantly like it was it was pretty crazy and then it's just gone from strength to strength since then yeah it's really amazing so it's an epic musical experience you take classic dance tracks you reimagine them and then you put them together now you've done 80 plus orchestral arrangements so what is the process like for you for putting a show like this together you know what i actually think i've just cracked 100 arrangements now which is a which is a lot and like the challenge for me i like i'm an orchestral guy at heart so you know, all my other work is is always involving orchestras in some way. So that's my real kind of strength. And so, with this show, like my challenge, and, and with writing so many arrangements for it, my challenge is to always keep it like because you know it all kind of fits into the same kind of electronic dance music genre. But yeah, my challenge is to like keep it really fresh and really exciting for the musicians as well as obviously the the audience. And I want to be hitting different bases. Like I want to, you know, people who just love electronic dance music and they're totally in that kind of scene i want them to like get what they need out of the music but also like those who are coming from kind of different perspectives like i want them to take kind of different you know take different things from the show so yeah there's a real kind of challenge there so how it comes together though we have a music director who's dick johnson incredible new zealand uh, dj music producer so he kind of curates the set list and then we, we we chat about it and then I then come in and write the orchestral arrangement. So that's really kind of, it's taking things that are already in the track. And of course, some of these tracks, you know, from the 80s, 90s, they've often got like, you know, some synth string stuff or maybe some brass stabs, you know, things like that. So I kind of start by taking what I can from from the 
from the track and then really building on it. But then, of course, we have a, a full orchestra on stage and, you know, we have different sizes of orchestra and, and our Queenstown show is a slightly smaller one, but we have an orchestra there and there's so many possibilities with the colour and the sound. And also with these tracks, you know, there's often, from an orchestral kind of standpoint, there's a, it's all about shape and it's all about, like, you know, where are you going is it kind of building? Is it like, you know, the contrasts of color and of dynamics or the volume, just everything. And so these tracks, you know, often don't have that as a parallel. So I kind of bring those ideas together and just start to piece it all together. And then Dick and I just, you know, tweak and just refine it and get it exactly how we want it. And then, then the show is, you know, coming together like that. Well, I was watching some YouTube videos with my daughters last night. We sort of went down the rabbit hole with symphony quite a bit. Right. One of my favourite New Zealand singers is Jeremy Redmore, and we were right. watching the Avicii Wake Me Up. It was just so great, the way yeah. it all built, and, and he was singing. It was fantastic. So when it comes to getting the singers, how do you match the you know, the voices with what you're doing? Yeah, so we really use the show as a focus. So we we curate that show and get it to the best possible show we can. And then that's when, you know, Dick comes in and really kind of says, this is who we need on this track. And we've got like a good pool now of, we call it our symphony family. And, you know, people who have been involved with the show, some of them from that very first show, some of them more recently. And, you know, they've all got different voice types. They've all got, you know, different registers. And so they all just get matched up with their song. And But that's one of those balancing acts, like with that curating the set list is, do we need more of a soul singer? Do we need someone who's more poppy? And, you know, and it just kind of pieces together. And uh, But it's it's one of the fun things is one, once it's kind of there, is, it's just kind of all those kinds of tweaks and just refinements that you need to do so that we can, because, you know, we are a touring show. So we need to have a, a really good solid core team that, you know, covers some good bases with the show. Could you tell me a bit about the orchestra and the conductors for Symphony? I mean, it must be such a different experience for them. They got vocalists and DJs and visuals that go on during the performance. Yeah, totally. For some musicians, it's a little bit of a nervous kind of uh, show to be involved with just because it's such an unknown. But for others, it's just, it's their absolute element. You know, it's, it's by the time we get to the end of a show, always, they're just absolutely having a ball. And I think part of that for the actual orchestral musicians is the the response is so immediate to what you're doing. You know, like in a normal orchestral concert, you know, you perform a piece of music. Sometimes it's, you know, 20, 30 minutes long. And then there's some applause at the end, you know. They come to the show, they walk on stage and everyone's going wild for them, you know. And, and then once the music's going, of course, as well, you know, just that that response that you have is, is just as amazing. And also... You know, even with the artists that we have and, you know, we have instrumentalists as well that will have a sax player down with us in our uh, Queenstown show. The the interaction that we have, you know, between the orchestra, the artists and, you know, and the, and the crowd, like it's just this wonderful kind of atmosphere and, uh, and vibe. But yeah, another big thing for, for the conductor and for the orchestra is that we play to click. So everything in the show is is locked in. So our, our lighting, our you know, our video, you know, everything is locked in, which means it needs to be perfectly in time. Of course, we're playing you know with the DJ tracks as well. So, so the musicians in the ears have have monitors, which has has the click and has you know them as well and, and, and some track. And that's probably one of the biggest challenges. Yeah, there's always playing the notes and learning the notes, but to really surprisingly, it's actually really hard to just play perfectly in time. And for that period of time, 
and just to stay right in that kind of pocket, it's actually quite a challenging thing to do. So that's one of the uh, yeah, one of the big big things for them. I must say that when you watch the videos, it looks like everybody is just having the best time, especially the conductors, like they're at their own sort of dance party. Yeah, absolutely. And we always say to our conductors, "I have fun. This is not this is not your normal gig." You know, I have this um, saying I have uh, on one of our sheets, which is, you know, this isn't Mozart. I think for the conductor as well, like it's a real, they're a real kind of middle point between the audience and the orchestra. And so they're almost, when there isn't an artist on stage, you know, they're there ramping up the crowd and, you know, getting their hips moving and, you know, getting a good boogie on as well. Like they're a really, you know, pivotal element aside from everything that they bring musically to the show. Do you have a favourite moment over the years for Symphony? Oh, there's a couple. I mean, one of them, like I, I mentioned that kind of immediate response. And on our first show on that first year, it was 2017, one of the memories that is so clear is when the orchestra was standing on the side of the stage waiting to go on. It was already like almost deafening, just the... The, the noise of them just so eager to get everyone on stage and then the moment they walked onto the stage like, it was incredible like just they they yeah never have they experienced anything like that and you know and that's continued like that's you know for all of the shows so that's that's just a, such a magical moment and as an orchestral guy I think it's so wonderful because why can't or- or- orchestral musicians be like you know rock stars and just you know living the dream up there on stage and you know, Symphony has grown a lot. You know, we've gone into Australia. Last year, we had our first show in, in Singapore. And we had the show on the harbour there in the Marina Marina Bay on a floating pontoon with the city in the background. And it was the par- a part of a, um, a Tour de France um, Citerium event. It was incredible, like, to, to have followed the show through uh, from those, you know, we didn't know. It could have just been one show in that first year, you know. But just to to get to these, you know, incredible locations, really special. So I mean that that's gotta be, you know, a good good highlight there as well. And hopefully, you know, there's gonna be plenty more of those amazing locations for the show in the future. Speaking of that, what are you looking forward to with Symphony in the Snow? Because this is a different environment again, isn't it? Yeah, totally. So there's obviously something called the cold, which, you know, is is a big unknown for everyone. So yeah, so we're we're making sure all our musicians are really snug and are really warm. And uh, we're going to have a few little, a few little breaks. I usually run a like a ninety-minute show. We're going to have a few little, few little breaks along the way. We can you know, sit down a cup of soup, and so there's a few little things here which we're we're doing to make sure we we look after everyone there and make sure everyone's comfortable and nice and snug and warm. But I think the potential, though, those kinds of things that we we work through and are going to be sort of no issue on the night. The potential of that space is wonderful in terms of how we can light it and how we can just go into that completely different environment i think those elements are just so exciting like the musicians like everyone involved can can work through you know do what we need to do to kind of make the show happen and just just because the potential for it is just so incredible well looking forward to the event and look thank you so much symphony is such a great thing it's such a great thing for new zealand and it's good to see it going around the world and all the very best for symphony in the snow thank you so much i hope we'll be seeing you there i'll be there in a, is there a mosh pit i could be in there on i hope to see you front row download the queenstown app from the app store or google play thanks for listening to the outlet the talk of queenstown 
The outlet is produced and published by the Queenstown app and supported with funding from the New Zealand Public Interest Journalism Fund. The outlet is available on the outlet button of your Queenstown app and wherever you get your podcasts.